Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. On this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, we are celebrating history. And it came to me because, yes, it is the start of Women's History Month. And so I'll be talking to some great women this month. And it's on the heels of Black History Month. And I am celebrating the one-year anniversary of my radio show. And so all of that got me started thinking about the fact that when we talk history, we generally think about history makers, right? The people who have done something really big societally or nationally or globally. And we don't think about the fact that each and every one of us is history. Each and every one of us has a history, although that can also be misconstrued sometimes, but each one of us has a history. Each one of us has the ability to make a difference and be historic in our own right. And as I'm celebrating the radio show, I also wanted to celebrate the fact that we should talk about our own history and be proud and excited about the history that we are and that we create. And so as I started thinking about this, you know, there's been this rise over the last many years of Ancestry.com and all of these other places where you can get DNA testing and African ancestry and and really this this desire to find our roots and be connected and understand who we are and where we came from and this global connection. A lot started through social media, right? There's no there aren't as many boundaries anymore in terms of being able to connect with people across the globe through social media and, and other means. And so the rise of all of this gave people a real desire to know what had happened. And and there was a period of time very early on where everybody, you know, knew their family tree and we had family histories and we had family reunions. Um, And I had a cousin post the other day saying, don't forget to have the family reunion. Just do it by Zoom or something um, because we need those connections. And that whole idea that we are our history and we are grounded and we have people coming after us for whom we are going to be history was just a really powerful thing for me to start to sit in. And and for all of you who are looking at your careers or looking at how you're leading people, standing in that strength to know that you have a history, you have a story, you have a purpose, you have a reason for being here that is going to impact the world in some way good or bad, um, mostly good, I like to believe, but that you have an ability to make an impact and that impact may be just on your community. It may be just on those people who see you showing up every day and being strong and being present and being positive or being just transparent and honest and being vulnerable. And that creates a history for them of how they begin to move forward in their careers, in their lives, in their, their relationships. And so I look back at mine and as just indulge me here on my on my celebration day and I look back at mine and my history is just I'm just overwhelmed sometimes with with the beauty of it, because I think back to my you know great grandfather, Boots Cephas. He was the only black blacksmith in San Marcos, Texas, and he shooed all the Klansmen's horses. So he knew who they were. And 
I remember my grandmother telling us a story about how when he died, he only owed for a keg of nails. And if they needed new shoes, he'd make them walk all the way downtown, get the exact price of the shoes, walk back home, get the money, walk back and get the shoes, because that was just the way he did business. And and people trusted him and how he built this cage, fashioned this cage out of iron for this woman who had broken her back so that she could be pulled along behind the horses because she couldn't ride. And that history of that creativity and entrepreneurship and integrity um, that's still there at the Calabuse, Calabuse Museum in San Marcos, Texas. And my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, who was a music teacher and who taught her students all of the time and used to get on my dad for not reading music, for just playing by ear, all of us actually. And I remember the story about how she had a student who did not have a piano at home. And so she'd come to my grandmother's house to practice on the piano. And my grandmother took a two by four and painted a keyboard on it and for her to practice when she was at home and using her, her teaching with her in person. And that two by four, this girl won a state music competition. That's teaching. That's educating. That is believing so much in someone that you just will them to be successful. That's the stock that I come from. I think of my paternal grandfather who owned a liquor store here in Houston, Texas, and who used to work at the VA. And so he'd work at the VA, he'd come home, he'd take a nap, he'd go back and work at the liquor store. And we'd come here for the summers and he'd have watermelons ready for us. And we'd go crabbing and we'd go fishing. And, and I remember he'd had these big grandma's cookies and every time I came, he'd have this big box of assorted cookies and I'd grab some cookies. And then one summer I grabbed a, a package of cookies and he held his hand out and he said, that'll be 85 cents. And I was like, what do you, what, what, what do you mean? 85 cents? He said, nothing is free. Nothing is free. So he had led me on for multiple summers until I realized, wait a minute, what do you mean? I'm, I'm your granddaughter. You mean I have to pay for it? And his point was, it is important for you to work for the things that you want, right? And my grandmother, when he passed away, she was a domestic and she took over the liquor store. She took over all their rental property. They own rental property. She did all of that, right? He had forced her to learn how to drive and luckily he did because she was riding around town and 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 running the liquor store at night in third ward by herself um, with the assistant in the store. And, and just made of that really great stock. And then I look at my parents, my mom, who was a, or is a retired surgical nurse, an RN, and who ran the surgical technology department at Odessa College and was able to have some of the highest pass rates in the state for her surgical techs, and who did that program by herself not only the education piece, but all the practical pieces. And she would fight to get someone to help her at least at the hospital so her students could be in more surgeries. And of course, the person that got the job after her already had an assistant, but that's a whole different story. And how when I was a senior in high school and my brother was in ninth grade, she decided to go back and get her bachelor's degree. And this woman who was working full time, who was doing practicals for her students, who was getting her degree, got bronchitis so bad that she was coughing and broke ribs and still made A's still made A's. And my dad, who was an amazing educator, who we lost on New Year's Eve of 1996 when he was 56 years old, and who believed that all kids could learn, who would tell teachers, 
I know you're teaching honor students, but you tell me how great a teacher you are when you can teach that kid who hasn't had anything to eat or who is struggling at home and you teach him and you tell me how great a teacher you are, who believed in kids and who worked his hiney off and was always, always fighting against the barrier to get to the admin building in ECISD and how we found out later on on someone's deathbed that one of the reasons was they would always make sure that there was another person of color who applied at the same time that he did so that they couldn't be accused of being discriminatory. And we know this because the person revealed this on their deathbed. And so he fought that system. And even though he knew those things were happening, he continued to fight for the kids. He continued to fight for the teachers. And so when I think about my history, I think about these people and the strength of these people. And when I look at having moved around the country to just pick up and go somewhere because there was an opportunity and I didn't know anybody and just figuring it out. When I think about finishing my degree by living overseas, you know, in a country where I had to learn the language and, and making it happen, you know, three of the four classes were in Spanish and I learned when I got there. And I think about how I built that history on the backs of these people who had this strength and this determination. And it's important to celebrate that and to be here a year later in a radio show that I never saw coming and certainly would not have believed that was going to happen. And to, to sit back and think, you know, it's not about patting ourselves on the back. It's about understanding that someone is always watching. Someone is always looking to you for a way to do better for them. They're looking for opportunity. They're looking for the positive. They're looking for the possibilities. They're looking for the way that they can achieve the things they want to achieve through you, with you, by you, using your example. And so each of us not only has a history, a great history, but each of us is history. We are history. We are the history makers. We are the ones who are able to make an impact, even if that impact is on one person. If you are leading a team, if you are building a team, if you are building a business, that one person that you impact, that you're able to give a job, that you're able to give an opportunity, that one student that you were able to teach, that one kid that you were able to give them an internship over the summer and just tell them that they have the capability and the ability to believe in them, that impact on that one is incredible. It does not have to be global to be important, right? That history that you're making is every step that you take, every move that you make. I think that was a song, wasn't it? It is important that you show up every day. So as we go into Women's History Month and as we take the, the tail end of Black History Month, although Black history is American history and we celebrate Black celebrate black history every day because this country is built on the backs of black people. It is important that we all celebrate the history that we have and that we stand on it and that we celebrate it and that we use it to push ourselves forward and that we use it to lift others up. 
because it is important and it is valuable and it is to be celebrated and it doesn't have to be big. And those big ones are awesome. I mean, the things that we have seen, the inventions that we've seen, the people that we have seen come forward to do amazing things from very, very young people to people of color to you know, looking at Jimmy Carter, who's in his late 90s, still building houses for Habitat for Humanity, the impact that he's making. There is so much that we can all do to create history and to change history and to impact history. And so on this day, as we really dig into Women's History Month, I want to ask all of you to dig deeper and to celebrate your own history. If you've done that ancestry thing or the African ancestry or any of the DNA and you know your history, share that. I would love to know. What is your story? What history are you creating? What are you building for those people around you? Either the colleagues that you have or your children or your nieces or your nephews or whoever. What is the history that you are building? Because your story and your history, it all matters and it all makes an impact and it all makes a difference. And that's the Rutledge perspective for this week. I am headed over to the studio to celebrate. I am saying happy heavenly birthday to my dad who would have been 81 uh, today. And I am excited and honored and humbled to be able to spend this time with you. Thank you so much. Please download, please share if you get something from the Rutledge perspective. I appreciate your time and we'll catch you next time. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge Perspective podcast, please pass it along. <laughs>